Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conscious Effort Podcast. I am Tyler. I'm Ryan. I'm Tracy. I'm Justin. And remember, you can always find us at ConsciousEffortCreative.com. You can find us at Facebook.com forward slash ConsciousEffortCreative and on Instagram at ConsciousEffortCreative.com. And if you want to send us an email and reach out to us, you can send that to ConsciousEffortCreative at gmail.com. And for today's episode, we have a very special guest. Uh, he's coming to us from Brooklyn via Skype. His name is Tommy Siegel. If you don't know Tommy Siegel, uh, Tommy Siegel is a musician and a cartoonist. Uh, he plays in a band called Jukebox the Ghost. Uh, they just put out their fifth record, Off to the Races, in 2018, and they're getting ready to go out on a new tour that starts February 26th. If you happen to be anywhere around the East Coast or in Chicago, that sort of area, you might be able to catch one of their dates. Uh, Tommy Siegel is also the man behind the cartoon. Tommy Siegel is doing a cartoon every day for a year against all good sense. Uh, maybe you've seen us individually share some of his cartoons on Facebook. Uh, they're, they're very funny, and we get a kick out of them. We like to share them day to day, week to week. So he, he challenged all of his uh, fans like if you have a podcast I'll be on it and uh, no he's like you cowards yeah yeah. And so we called, him. Dang we called him out Challenge. we called him out and he he delivered so so yeah yeah so he's gonna he's gonna accept our challenge he's gonna be on the show today and uh, it should be very very interesting and now you're gonna hear a little bit of Jukebox the Ghost this is off of their latest record off of the races this song is called Fred Astaire sweet
MC Tyler, what we got? What are we doing? All right. So I think we'd like to welcome Tommy Siegel to the Conscious Effort podcast. Uh, for those of you that don't know Tommy Siegel, he plays in a band called Jukebox the Ghost. Uh, he's also the man behind the cartoon series. Tommy Siegel is doing a cartoon every day for a year against all good sense. And wow, what a catchy name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good job. Who came up with that? That guy. That's really How long clever. did that take you to think of that name? Uh, well, you know what's funny is I, I wasn't really taking it very seriously, obviously, when I set up the page. Um, and actually, got, I recently got a funny message from this kid who's actually like, he seems to be like a very popular meme account in, um, in Russia. Huh. Um, and he messaged me, and it was just like, you know, totally broken English, but he was just like, I enjoy the cartoons. But then, and then his, <laughs> I was like, thank you so much. And his second name was like, his second message was like, your name is too long. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I was like, I agree. So here's Tommy, Tommy getting recruited by Russian, you know, Russian propaganda farms and stuff. <laughs> yep, so, I'm so, all in. Do you have like an alternate personality or something? Oh, it's not alternate. I'm all in. I'm oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. I'm an asset. I've been <laughs> uh, so, took his one Facebook message. Real quick, uh, while I'm thinking of it, since we're talking about that cartoon, um, I, I saw that you're going to 500 days. So what made you decide to go to 500 days instead of just like doing two years? Um, I think that if I did two, uh, cause I'm sort of like hedging my bets against my own, um, mental and physical well-being. I think I've been <laughs> right. pretty lucky to like make it this far without going absolutely insane. Um, because it kind of like the, the difficulty of it kind of like you know, it comes and goes. Sometimes it's really hard and sometimes it feels really, it feels like, Oh, this is like totally easy. I could do this forever. Um, but 500 was a way of like, you know, let's say that August comes around and I actually feel like I'm running, I'm running out of ideas that gives, gives me a good out. But I mean, that makes sense. Listen, if I get to 500 and it's feeling good, then, uh, sure, I guess. Uh, but you know, (laughs) it, it really is a, um, uh, a, a lot of if it was my full time job, I think it would be very manageable. But because it's um, it's not, it's just sort of a side thing that I'm sort of um, doing for fun and to sort of challenge myself. Um, you know, it's it's just a it's a lot of work. Um, it just like uh, I think my friends and family can all kind of vouch for um, have me having less time. <laughs> mm. Well, that, <laughs> that that would be my question. You know, like. How long does it typically typically take you to come up with an idea and actually make one of these comics? I mean, they they seem small, but you know, no, there's a lot more that goes. We're into on that. we're on the creative side of things too, so I know exactly what you're talking like. How it could, you know, it could be hours that you spend on these. But what what do you think that your typical output is a day? Like, how long does it take you? Um, it you know it totally depends um, because there's, there's also like a lot of times I'll 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 do a cartoon and then trash it. Um, so I have, I have like a lot of outtakes at this point. I would say like, you know, um, easily a third of the ones I've I've drawn, I've decided I didn't want to put out. Um, so there's that element. There's also I started it doing these sort of rudimentary, um, really quick line drawings and just like scanning them in mm-hmm. on my computer. Um, and now, whether for better or for worse, I've gotten you know, I, I'm doing color, I'm doing shading, I'm doing sort of like complicated images. Sometimes I'm doing like multi-panel comics. Uh, and yeah, those can take, I mean, I wouldn't say, I, if I'm spending more than two or three hours on a comic, something's wrong. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, I think the really good ones take a few, take a two to three hours. Oh, that's pretty cool. Like, that's faster than I would expect. But, you know, then again, I'm, I'm you know, not that part of it but i know exactly what you're talking about like if an idea isn't really working you know just you have to stop yourself at some point otherwise uh you'll go crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, exactly <laughs> like this, this snare tone isn't quite working but we're gonna fix it by god no just do it again just, just do, move the mic do it again so do you do you really limit yourself to one per day or do you sometimes find yourself like riding a creative wave like and, really prolific you know, it's it's more that I'm just constantly doing it. Um, like any okay. free chance that I have, 
Um, but whenever a cart, so sometimes a cartoon will be like sketched out and I'll have like a idea that's forming and it'll sort of like be rolling around on my iPad for, you know, a, a couple days or something. Mm-hmm. And then once it's like, once I feel like I have it done, uh, the next day or the, you know, the next morning it's out. Okay. Um, so it's just sort of a constant rolling treadmill so it's sort of it's sort of in between what people think because I think some people have asked me if I'm like making a bunch in advance and that answer is no I'm sort of always on the treadmill mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also not starting from scratch at seven in the morning right. <laughs> and then yeah. posting it three hours later so that would be um, a much uh, lower quality um, thing from me if I was doing that it, it you know it's it's funny how like just sometimes drawing it and then looking at it you kind of take a step back and you know even just being away from it for an hour and then coming back you're like oh that's not the joke the joke <laughs> is this you know like do you do you find yourself censoring your censoring yourself a lot like oh man that's that's a rough one yeah. I don't know if I can put that one out <laughs> yeah, th- there's, um, I mean, I'm sure you guys have probably seen some of the uh, the cursed images ones that are sort yeah. of mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> garish and horrible. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you can imagine, there are, um, there are, I- I've done ones of those that I have not posted. Yeah. Um, just because they were too horrible. Um, <laughs> you should yeah, make, I've, like, a secret group for, oh, for like, people yeah, that are but terrible. You, you can't do that on the internet, though. They'll, they will get <laughs> yeah, out. <laughs> they will get out. Hey, maybe you could do it on Patreon. Hey. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's probably, you know, somebody who's getting paid to uh, draw nudes of the Hamburglar, and it might as well be <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Nice. Well, cool. So tell us a little bit about your band. Like, I listen yeah. to a few songs. Uh, so, I don't, I, I don't listen to ghost, music probably. for fun anymore. <laughs> Yeah, isn't that a funny thing? Ryan yeah. listens to music for his job, basically. basically. He just listens. Yeah. All, he just listens to it purely for reference, and he right. has nightmares about snare tones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. No, it, I, I think that's a funny under-discussed thing. With uh, if you're a professional musician, especially if you're a professional recording, you know, if you do engineering or pro- or production or you know sync work or something, um, uh, the 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 line at which music can still be pleasurable it keeps just getting closer and closer and closer. Uh, yeah. Not that you can't enjoy it, but that it becomes a totally different experience. You know, you're kind of, I, I mean, like you, I'm always listening to like, when a song comes on rock radio or something, I'm, I'm, I'm immediately like, what is that snare tone? Is that a sample? They're using decapitator on that? Right, <laughs> right. You know? Decapitator, I love that you know that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love that you know that one. I find uh, myself being able to only really listen to music that I don't understand for enjoyment. Like, oh yeah, I've, I, yeah. I've I listen heard some to of the weird like shit you jazz to. or just really strange electronic music because it's not something I can sit and analyze the the guitar tones. And you how sound like such later. a hipster right now. Like, no, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, in, I am uh, horrified to say I'm right on your page. I mean, the last like two or three years, I've only been able to listen to for pleasure, um, like Brazilian and African. South American music, just because I don't, I'm not a percussionist, and uh, You're just fasc- popping it on, it's like it's just a riddle. I don't know just what fascinated. Doing. You're just fascinated, yeah. right? I don't even know what in- you know. I don't even know what the instrument looks like sometimes. Where I'm, I'm like, that sounds so cool, but I don't even know how to Google it. <laughs> like, and you're you're trying to imagine in your head, like, okay, what sort of gourd makes this sound? <laughs> you know, yeah. I want one. Uh, I'm gonna have to go to Africa and go find one somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Man. Um, but speaking of, uh, I guess, music that is that does not have uh, gourds. Uh, but yeah, my band, uh, Jukebox the Ghost, it's been kind of my main project since um, I met those guys in college when I was like 18. Um, so we've been a band for like 15 years almost. Uh, well, 14. Um, that's, that's, wow. and that's rare. Yeah, kind of, kind of started touring after college, and we're we're kind of in the we're in the process right now of, of um, starting work on a, on our sixth. Um, album and uh actually about to hit the road uh for like a month and a half or so uh in like four days right you have a tour that starts february 26th i believe we do we do yeah (laughs) starting in uh unfortunately we're not coming uh to indiana this tour Um, i think chicago is about as close as you you get we are breezing right by but uh yeah it's a nice nice long tour 
I don't blame you. I'd skip over Indiana too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's um, more than that, corn you, in Indiana. It's funny. Uh, it's it's funny they say that because Indi- Indianapolis um, was one of our first cities that caught um, as a band. Just like we're we're from D.C. That's where we started. But um, mm-hmm. the first big tour we got was with uh, uh, Ben Foltz when we were like 21. Oh, nice. Um, and we got to play the uh, uh, the Murat. Is that what it's called? Oh, the Murat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that show is just like, for whatever reason, the Ben Folds fans who were at that show really caught on to Jukebox the Ghost. And Indianapolis has like always been one of our like, like favorite markets. Nice. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I, I actually don't know why we're skipping Indiana on this tour. Well, it makes me feel better about Indiana now. It's probably, probably just <laughs> scheduling, most likely. That's usually the case. Just... Oh, oh, I know what it was. We, we just played there. We just played there in the fall. Oh, ah, and we shit. missed it. Damn it. <laughs> so, so what's your guys' process? Like you say, you're getting ready to start your your out. Which 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 album is this? Number six. six. Number six. Uh, we're starting on number six, but uh, the one we're still touring on is album number five. Gotcha. It's called uh, "Off to the Races." Oh, all right. It just nice. came out uh, in 2018, right? That's Where'd not, you guys not been that long ago? Correct, and we actually just put out like a double disc version of it um, this week. Do you guys uh, ever uh, do vinyl? We do. Cool. We do. I mean, now the thing is that like I'm gonna look like, for it right now. We do. We we do vinyl, but um, it, it's such a strange thing how the CD era just sort of like <laughs> I don't know. It's I gone. mean, it's still kind of hanging around. Like we print it because like you you have to. But I'm always when somebody comes up to the merch table and wants a CD, I'm I always kind of. I have questions for them. Are, they, are you really going to listen to this, or is this just going to go in a box somewhere? Yeah, like, yeah. you better have a car. <laughs> right, yeah, right. CD player, because yeah. otherwise I don't know what you're doing here. You know, like... They're, they're building a fort out of CDs that they buy at concerts. Uh, yeah. It, we, it, I, it'll come back around, though. They're big in Japan. Well, CDs? I, oh, really? Yeah, they're still... The CDs are still a very big collector's item in and, Japan. And they rent them. That's what's funny. They actually rent them over there, don't they? I read that somewhere. I didn't know that. Did yeah, people you can like rent, rent them and Japan, burn them, and then like, oh, cool, yeah, I just, I just found the vinyl. Oh, now she Tracy gonna, collects a lot of vinyl. She's so gonna buy that's, it. That's her big thing. Oh, nice. Impulse buy. Yeah. Uh, do you have like a? Do you have like a, a, anyone you're a completist about? You have to. Have well, well, yeah. used to. <laughs> I used Awkward. to, and it's yeah. all in a closet now. <laughs> Yeah, uh, she was actually a big Ryan Adams fan. Our, our pre- oh no, I know. Yeah. Her, our pre our previous podcast. I'm sure you don't have time to listen to it, but our previous podcast was all about it. That's kind of like one of the things that people that know me really well, or even people that don't know me very well, like know about me. You know, oh, she I'm likes, so sorry. Yeah, oh, she likes like yeah, she likes cats and she loves Ryan Adams. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Still so now she's cats. gonna replace all those Ryan Adams records with jukebox the ghost records. Well <laughs> that'll be an easy Yeah, easy. that's an easy that's not a much of a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually was um pretty impressed. I I found everything on Amazon Prime and I'm pretty impressed with how much you guys actually have out there. Because to be honest, I wasn't that f- that familiar i was definitely more of a fan of your cartoons before i found out that you also played music yeah i mean honestly that, that was part of my goal with the uh the cartoon project is you know we, we we've been a we've been a, a you know nationally touring band with our kind of cult fan base um we've never sort of had one of those wider big cultural moments but we've sort mm-hmm. of we've uh, sort of amassed a, a, a big cult cult fan base um, but one of my goals of the cartoon project was just to like not piggyback off the band at all and just see if I could do something from scratch and, um, you know, see if it would reach people. Because uh, before I was cartooning, but it was only for the band. So I would do like, you know, show flyers or like when we were right. on tour, I would do drawings by request. So like a, a fans would tweet at the band's account and say yeah. like, I want to see a, you know, the a goat riding a bicycle and then i would i would draw it take a picture of it and tweet it back to them Hmm. um so it kind of became this like long-running like conversation with with fans through cartoons and uh yeah the 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 daily thing was just sort of to see like okay like i've been i've been drawing a lot but like what if i wasn't drawing for jukebox the ghost fans and i was just drawing whatever i wanted to draw 
Well, I think all of us were aware of your your cartoons even before the yeah. the 365-day thing started. And Oh, great. Yeah, just just the idea that uh well, I was frankly surprised that we could get you on here, you know. Yeah. Uh I really appreciate your time. Like well, you're, you're I, kinda, I appreciate you're like, you guys having having me on there, so like, uh, you know, it goes both ways. Yeah, it's kind of like the big star on the podcast now. <laughs> uh, Ryan, going back to a question you had a little bit ago, uh, Tommy, what is your guys' writing and recording process like whenever you go into the studio to work on a new album? Do you go in with uh, an idea of a handful of songs you want to work on, or do you tend to kind of flesh out the songs as you're doing them in the studio? Um, we have, um, so because we have two singer songwriters, uh, in the band, um, our, our writing process has become sort of hilariously convoluted, um, at, <laughs> at this stage in our career, which is that, um, uh, everyone in the band is, is a pretty adept, um, studio engineer and producer at this point, um, on their own. And so before we even make a record, um, all of us have kind of recorded on our own um, songs that we had in mind. And that's even without getting any other band members' involvement because, you know, we can all play robo-drums and, and uh, right. keyboard and bass and stuff to, to enough to be able to execute a demo or, or something that sounds pretty good. Um, and so, yeah, we'll just sort of be feverishly demoing, you know, and usually it's two, record, two, two years between, between records. Um, and then we just kind of come in with a, a million demos. Um, and, well, I say a million, but, uh, I mean, typically for a record, uh, between me and Ben, we're coming in with, you know, usually like 50 to 60 songs. Wow. Um, and then we just kind of chip away. Um, and we both write stuff that's not totally in line with the band. And so those ones are kind of easier to carve off, like, Ben has a lot of stuff that tends to be a little more like um, very piano ballady, mm -hmm. um, and we we can usually fit a couple of those on a record, but we can't fit ten. So mm -hmm. um, those kind of get carved off. My sort of um, punky sci-fi tunes, a lot of those <laughs> tend to tend to just get funneled into my own solo stuff or my side projects. Um, and then where we kind of meet in the middle are the songs that usually make it to the finish line. Um, but it's a really long whittling away process. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the, before the Spectre EP came out, we had what, 70 songs started. I mean, various states of completion. Some of them were just literally a guitar part. <laughs> so Tommy, since you, since you finished your 365 days of cartooning, I saw that you announced a, uh, a cartoon newsletter that you were doing. Yes. You want to tell um, us a little bit about that? Well, <laughs> um, I guess I should, I, I, should, I should probably talk to my internal self about that. Um, I've been so busy that I haven't actually figured out what I'm going to do with it. I just knew that once the 365 was up that I wanted to sort of... I, I, I've been sort of... Being on this... I'm sure you guys are the same way when you're promoting stuff, but when you get to be on the side of promoting stuff on social media, it all, and not just like a, looking at friends' photos of dogs, you know, <laughs> um, it takes on a different color and it's, it's a, it's a bittersweet thing. You know, you, you see where it's useful and then you also see where they're trying to get money from you. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I think we're, it's very tempting because of the way they're structured to think about something like Instagram or Facebook as if it's a mailing list. Um, but it's not, right. you know, you, you don't actually have a direct pipeline with people. And I, I, I'll see that pretty often. Like if there's a cartoon that maybe doesn't land quite right. Um, and you know, like maybe some people really like it cause it's a little strange, but some people don't cause they're like, I don't get it. It's not relatable. Mm -hmm. That, that thing is naked. Um, <laughs> so so when, when something like that um, goes up, it'll, uh, you know, the algorithm, it'll decide, to, you know, show it to like 100 people. And if only, you know, 10 of them like it, then it shows it to a smaller pool. Right. Um, and so what that'll mean is that you'll draw a cartoon. And even though you, you know, on Instagram, I'm, I'm sure you're explaining, saying things you guys already know, but it took me a while to kind of figure it out. Um, let's say you have, you know, 
um, 30,000 followers on Instagram or something, um, that doesn't mean they are seeing it. It means that those are the people who will it will potentially be served to if the algorithm says that it should. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> so, which isn't to say that it's bad. I don't really know, but um, I don't because I'm I don't I'm not privy to sort of how it works. I sort of don't trust it. I don't think anybody is really. <laughs> yeah. So, so my idea with the mailing list was just sort of to um, not put my creative um, whims sort of at the mercy of social media giants who are kind of always sort of hedging their platform to. Um, benefit their shareholders and stuff, right. um, which is not to say there's anything wrong with them doing that. It's more that I don't want to be totally a prisoner to that. Well, you know, if, if Facebook decides that, um, or if Instagram decides that they only will show your content to your followers if you pay a hundred bucks a month, they have every right to. They have every right to do that. Right, and they might yet. But with this, but, uh, you can better guarantee that the people that want to see your content can get it now, right? I That's the idea. It's like a direct I can pipeline. Guarantee access to their spam folder, which is very important. <laughs> <to me. laughs> yeah, well, that know, was in one of his comics, like the interview comic. Yeah. Well, I figure anybody who's actually going to give you their email address, because I mean that's a very purposeful thing. Exactly. Nowadays. They're probably you're you're you might be whitelisted. So, <laughs> so yeah, you can have, <laughs> you can have mine. I'll give you mine. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was just sort of a way to, you know, um, not feel like I was entirely swimming against the tide of sort of such a rebel social media capital. Um, and, you know, just like a, it, so I haven't figured out exactly what I'm going to do with it. I figure if I was sending it to people every day, I think that would be even though that's that works on social media, I think that would get pretty annoying <laughs> email. So I was, I, I, the first idea that came to mind was just sort of like talking about the process, a little behind the scenes stuff, and sending um, kind of a weekly roundup of the last week's worth of cartoons. That's actually a good um, idea. Good Get them idea. all in one place. Like I know, I know. For instance, I was trying to find a, a video for Tracy earlier on Facebook, and because like Cat even video. If, yeah, even if you select most recent posts, uh, it's not. You can just see it in the timestamps. Like, they're just lying to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if you're trying to sort by most recent, it's not. Uh, look at it sometime. It's it's kind of weird. And so then I'm scrolling through this group trying to, trying to find this video, and it starts repeating itself. I see the same post because I've scrolled down so far. And I'm thinking, man... That most recent button doesn't do a thing. <laughs> like, I mean, one of my one of my favorite social media quirks is that um, when it's somebody's birthday, um, uh, I always see the post the day after their birthday where it says "Thanks for all the birthday wishes." Right. But yeah. I, I, and then there's and, a million people coming on going, "Hey, sorry I didn't tell you yesterday, but happy belated." Yeah. Yeah. yeah happy algorithmic birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Justin tried to hide his birthday on Facebook this year, and it didn't work. I ruined it. Tracy outed me. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. For a while, um, I, I, uh, I thought th I thought this was pretty funny in probably 2005, 2006, but I, I kept changing my birthday to be the next day every nice. single every single day. <laughs> and so people were just wishing me happy birthday on Facebook every day. Um <laughs> yeah, but uh, the joke was on me because eventually it realized what was going on and prevented me from doing it. And then I was stuck with the wrong birthday for a couple <laughs> years. Nice. Oh, nice. really? Uh, yeah. Ethan, Ethan used to do that. He used to change his birthday and just get randoms. Like he he could tell who his real friends were because I, we all know when his birthday is. Uh, but people would like random people would send him birthday congratulations. Yeah, the, uh, on the, the other wrong few day. hundred people on his friends list yeah. would just give him random. And happy so they'd birthdays. all put happy birthday on his page and we just all roast them uh it's like like yeah you're not a true friend are you it's like, you don't know Ethan you're not a real all. fan of the band <laughs> i'll uh, bet you guys don't even hang out you just poke each other right? <laughs> <laughs> you probably just wave uh, in messenger oh, i got a facebook poke the other day and i was like i haven't gotten one of these in like five years like, they still have them yeah, yeah. Still still have oh man it was like some old man and i was like uh, but we had like 70 common friends so I was like well so my question is is who came up with the name like who came up with that idea like you're gonna poke 
Somebody, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's just kind of strange. Probably Zuck. You know, like yeah, you call it like suck. a shoulder <laughs> tap or something, or you know, a wave sounds better, but yeah. a poke. That's yeah. I'd even yeah. prefer like a prod or like a nudge. <laughs> yeah, a nudge. That would be good. Uh, although a nudge has a little like nudge, nudge, wink, wink. It's sort of. Uh, but poke is poke is worse. Poke yeah, is like worse. way right. too flirty. If I was uh, gonna pick one, poke is not the or bump. Not not <laughs> like what I bump would into somebody or yeah, I don't know. Bump There's might a, be good. Like it just yeah. sounds terrible to say out loud. I don't want to tell people I poke my friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There should be just a button that's called a desperate hello. Mm. <laughs> there you go. A desperate That'll, hello with no content. It's actually a good name for a band. <laughs> a speaking of hello. Speaking of names for a band, uh, how did you guys come by the name Jukebox the Ghost? Dude, oh, we it's on the Wikipedia, students, man. And they were very college high. students who made a terrible mistake. Um, well, you know what's funny is that there's so many blank the blank bands now. Um, that's become such a, a thing, you know? Um, but when we were in college, we thought we were being very original because we came up with the name in, I guess, 2005-ish. And so at the time, it was like, I think Pedro the Lion was around. Um, mm. We were like, we should be a blank the blank band. <laughs> Did you just so start cool. playing Mad Libs? Yeah, I mean, sort of. I mean, we were just looking for words. And, um, yeah, I, I suggested Jukebox um, from, there was like a Captain Beefheart song that kind of gave me the idea. Oh, my God. And, um, and then Ben, Ben suggested ghost. Um, and we just smushed them together into an unpronounceable mush. Um, and at, well, I guess Americans don't have a problem with it. Whenever we've done any touring overseas, people look at us like we're idiots <laughs> because it's, it's like a phrase where they know both words, but they, they, they also know that they have no connection, but they don't have the language fluency to sort of forgive that. <laughs> so yeah in german in 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 uh germany we've had to like try and translate our band name and people still are just like musicista der geist why would there be why would there be a you know a ghost in the musicista yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh tyler studied german he he He's pretty. He has the the aggressive German thing down pretty pretty well. Uh oh! How do, I, I'm embarrassed now. How did yeah. I do? Oh no! M- much better than me. All I know how to do is ask for chocolate cake very angrily. <laughs> oh, do it! Oh man! Uh, he's on, on on the spot now. Um, you can edit it in like the poem. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, reading later, and you yeah. can do the oh, something about the ich werde Schokolade. Technical difficulties. Oh, oh! We're hello, not, we're we nice are very crispy again. <laughs> there we go. There it is. Yay! Okay, great. Sorry um, about that. That was like that was pretty cool though. It was kind of <laughs> trippy. Yeah, just the audio looping over and over again. It had my yeah. it had my like giggle in there too. We noticed. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Don't start it again. Yeah. If we'd have been <laughs> on our toes, we would have tried to save that as a sample, Ryan. Well, how? Because the, I don't the know. rig crashed. <laughs> uh, that actually, that's actually the first time that's ever happened in session. So that's Yeah, that's why I record all my podcasts in Ableton. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> God damn you, Pro Tools. You can turn the breathing into cool rhythmic samples. Dang. We're doing it wrong, Tyler. Hey, so I have a question that while I was doing some shopping slash research when we were on our little break there um so my favorite song that i've been listening to by jukebox the the ghost is schizophrenia off the um everything under the sun album from 2010 i think yes um so i was looking for that on vinyl but i can only find it used on discogs from like germany or the netherlands really so i was wondering if it's like out of print (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> gosh i didn't think so i i, I uh it was like the, the those vinyls were like the bane of my existence for a while because i was storing them in my living room but um <laughs> maybe we did run out of them yeah um, it did it's probably you know it's 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 kind of nearing a 10-year anniversary reissue for that record so i would imagine that one's um we just did a reissue of our first album and and that one's gonna be next so 
Okay. I think what she's saying is she wants one. <laughs> <laughs> like that's yeah. No, I mean I'd like one. I don't think I have one. Um, oh, like personally, which is which is a, a huge oversight on my part. Um, but uh, you can get the reissue. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in the next year or so. <laughs> Maybe there's someone else who has a lot of them in their living room that they'll uh, they they'll, they'll they'll sell illegally. <laughs> uh, hey. boot, bootlegs. So, Tommy, you mentioned you guys uh, started Jukebox the Ghost uh, when you all met in college. What was that transition like going from uh, college students to starting a band to touring? Um, I've seen you guys have played at uh, Lollapalooza and Bonnaroo. You've toured with uh, Ben Folds, as you mentioned. Um, people Motion like Jack's Mannequin. Uh, Motion City Soundtrack, as Tracy pointed out. What was that transition like and, and, and just all the things in between? How did that come about? Um, I, I, I think we, we've had kind of a funny path um, to where we are that um, I, don't, I, I don't know if it's a, a, a model that you see a lot anymore, um, which is it's been it's been so, so gradual every step of the way. So when we were in college, we were kind of just, you know, playing to our friends. And then eventually it was friends of friends um, and something kind of clicked just in, in, the, in D.C., um, right before we were about to graduate college and we started to be able to bring people to shows, um, which was great timing because all of our parents were in town for graduation. We had a big show. Um, and so everyone's parents got to see us play like a big sold out show, um, at a rock club in DC, which I I think, um, probably reduced the friction that would have happened with all of our, our families by pursuing rock music after college. But I think everyone saw, everyone's families kind of saw that happen. They were like, Oh, cool. You guys should try this for a minute. You know? Yeah. Um, you were all of a sudden legit <laughs> in your family yeah, eyes. Yeah. And, and they didn't know that we were playing to two people everywhere else in the country. Um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, we just, we, we started, um, touring in the, you know, the station wagon, I drew to, I drove to high school, um, and just, you know, asking people in the audience if we could stay on their floor. Um, and then we graduated to a minivan eventually and did that for a few years and then got a van Started getting some actual opening gigs for stuff like Ben Folds and Motion City Soundtrack, like you listed. Um, and it's just gradually gotten to where we are over the course of like 15 years. Um, and mostly through word of mouth. We haven't really, we have had like those sort of festival sort of things and late night shows pop up every so often. But um, we find that those are almost more um, like resume builders than anything. Mm. Right. Um, yeah. How was so? Yeah. How, how was it like uh, playing it on the Late Show? Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, we were like that was like one of the moments early in our career where we got really lucky. Um, somebody, so we we had a press a press team who was like trying to get us, um, you know, interviews and reviews and late night shows, even though that was totally a long shot for us at that moment. Right. Um, but what happened is somebody canceled at the late show. We we still don't know who. Um, when was this? This was 2010. Oh, okay. Uh, so somebody canceled, and we actually got a call at um, 11:30 at night um, from our our the person we hired to do publicity, and they were like, "Can you do the David Letterman show?" And we were like, "Of course." And then they're like, "Can you do it tomorrow at 8 a.m.?" And, uh, of and course. we were like, uh, <laughs> yes, we, yes, we'll make it happen. But we didn't have any of our gear at the time. Oh man, it was in a, it was in storage in a different city, and we hadn't we hadn't actually played together in a couple months. Um, so so what did you do? Just rent a back line and go for it? <laughs> we actually drove to Philadelphia, picked up our gear, drove back. We probably got in around like four thirty five in the morning, um, and then drove got a couple hours of sleep drove into Manhattan at rush hour. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and then played the late night, sh- the late show. But it, w- it was such a weird experience to do that. Um, particularly because like, if you'd told me 24 hours before that, that, that we would be doing it, I would never have believed you. Wow. Uh, so that was, that was a pretty, that was a pretty, um, crazy moment for us early on. Because I'm a gear nerd, little, uh, aside there, uh, you can actually buy the console that they use to mix your record now. 
Uh, it's been on sale for like two years. <laughs> Which one? Uh, Peter Cadis's the Tarkin Studios. No, the 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 one at uh, they actually use a, an SSL uh, used an SSL for the Late Show. At, oh, yeah, oh, oh! You can actually yeah. buy that console. It's for sale right now. This has been for sale for like two years now. <laughs> no one, no one wants it, huh? I guess. Well, it's it's a big investment. We've thought about it a couple times. Not that we're any in any kind of position to actually purchase one right now, but Ryan as we loves think about, to send it, me oh, those wish man. lists. It's like, dude, I want a knee VR so bad. <laughs> like some of my fondest memories are on a knee VR, but uh, I take an SSL too. Or I mean, I mean, heck yeah! Or you know, like maybe maybe they're selling like, you know, uh, Carson Daly's uh, Generation One duet. Oh yes, now the that's, original Apogee <laughs> duet. That's okay. We've got an AD sixteen. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we could actually do our uh, Would You Rather. Thing. Yeah, I, I've been sitting yeah, here like waiting. Go ahead and do that. So <laughs> since we kind of like. Uh, Tracy, Tracy likes to burn. play the game, Would You Rather. Are you familiar with this game, Tommy? I, I am. Good, good deal. Okay, so I wrote some questions for you earlier. Can you hear her okay? I can. Okay, okay can. excellent. That's usually difficult. Um, okay, you ready? I, I, I think so. <laughs> My first question for you is, would you rather lose your ability to cartoon or lose your ability to play music? Oh, that's a horrible question. I know. <laughs> yeah, she's good at this. <laughs> would I rather be depressed or would I rather be depressed? <laughs> but you have to answer it. She really likes to turn the screws. Come on, which yeah. one oh, of your babies horrible. is your favorite? I, I don't know if I can answer that. I mean, you, you know. You have to. I, you agreed. Okay, I agreed. I agreed. Um, you know, I got to, I got to, my loyalty's got to be with music. I've been doing it longer. Cool. It's paying the bills. Cartooning is really fun. I'm loving it. But, um, yeah, music's, music's been my, music's been my life, baby. Cartooning has been my, my fun new fling. Excellent. And you do well at it. I I must say it's, they're all entertaining. I, I am, I'm old, so there are some that I don't get either, but (laughs) it's fine. I I enjoy them all. We're playing a game. Oh, it helps. I I have to do a lot of Googling as well, so. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That's my best friend. Okay, so I have two serious questions and two weird, stupid questions. This is the second serious question. Would you rather only be able to listen to good music on bad speakers or only be able to listen to shitty music on good speakers? Oh, good music on bad speakers. Cool. Sure. Oh, man, that'd be... You'd have to be a real audio nerd to want to listen to bad music on good speakers. I'm See, looking at Ryan. Ryan. I'm telling you, that's kind of how. I, like, yeah, I oh, it depends wow. on. It depends on. Like, are we talking like, you know, first generation Hanson, or, and, and like, what are we talking about? Bad music. Well, you're talking about an example of good music. Well, I mean, yeah. like, okay. <laughs> yeah. for, Ryan's for example, trying really hard to eliminate all the Hanson fans. For example, <laughs> like a couple weeks ago, I was having the guys listen to the new Jenny Lewis single. Red Bull and Hennessy and like Ryan bitched about the quality like the whole time. Oh yeah, and I, I was did. like, "This is a great song." <laughs> I did like oh the the low end was way out there. All right, there that's was a lots tangent. Of problems. I've that's already heard so this funny. shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of a I, I I'm a little I, I don't know. I part of me likes those sort of distorted, horrible. I, I I listen to a lot of albums like just on my iPhone sitting on my desk. So oh, um, you're the worst. I guess I, you know <laughs> I, I'm just I'm one of those those tortured people who does like audio mixing, but also like really likes the way uh, band practices sound on my iPhone memos. No, I get that. There you go. Like that, that I understand because of the raw quality, but I don't know if we're talking about bad music as in, is it badly recorded or is it just it's bad just music? bad in every subject. I'm assuming way. it's like insane clown posse on like 5.1 surround sound. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would, I could do that. <laughs> Versus like the Beatles coming out of yeah. microphone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could do that. I mean, just to, just, well, I just know it would ruin my reference. <laughs> Only listening to, to to good music on bad speakers, my reference would be out the window. Yeah, Ryan, <laughs> would you would you rather listen to a bad snare tone through good speakers, or a good snare tone through bad <laughs> speakers? Go. Oh, definitely the second one. Definitely the second one. Uh, the snare <laughs> sounds like trash. That. The snare sounds like trash always. Okay, it doesn't okay. matter. Even so, if even if it even if it sounds good relative, it still always so sounds like trash. <laughs> I've actually got like twenty of these written out, but I've, I'm going to do my two funny ones and then like a bonus one. 
Okay, great. So, we'll decide if those are funny. Well, you guys already told me they were earlier. So oh, okay. Here's the first, first one. Would you rather constantly have noticeable boogers or noticeable earwax? No. <laughs> um, oh, wow. <laughs> well, I guess what, what I'm thinking about with this question is um, I don't know if I've ever noticed anybody's <laughs> earwax, which, which to me, so the question implies to me Imagine um, an amount of earwax, earwax that I've never seen before. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're, we're cranking this up to 11. When we say noticeable booger, I mean, it's like your whole nostrils covered. And I gotta, I gotta go with earwax because I think that because if I am I allowed to grow up my hair? <laughs> See, that's the thing. All but of us then here it's the not studio, noticeable. It has to be noticeable. Right, and all of us here noticeable. at the studio have long hair, so we could. It has to be like a streak of of earwax starting at your ear and then just going down your cheek, <laughs> down but, your but chin. It like, but it sounds like the requirement of the question is that that you have to part the seas of your hair to expose. Yes, it must be noticeable for the rest of your life. Um, uh, but yeah, I gotta go ears. I gotta go ears. Nose is just like it brings back those memories of elementary school. You know, like the one kid. I don't know, the, the one, one kid, kid that always had a cold. <laughs> always yes. had a cold. It was me. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was an allergic reaction. <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen Justin has been cracking up, just dying over here. He's he, allergic to everything. Everything. He's even allergic to to mammal meat now. He got bit by one of those ticks. Oh no! Yeah, yes. the yeah. Lone Star tick. That, that was recent. Yeah. Yeah, last oh, October. Oh, horrible! It is. I'm. I've yeah. gotten really good at reading labels, though. <laughs> yeah. So, cool like, fact: uh, Pop Tarts and Jello have crushed up pork bones in them, and he can't have that stuff because of that. Well, uh, like their gelatin. Gelatin. Comes from yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, gel gelatin in in general comes from. It has to come from cows or horses or mm-hmm. pigs, right? Right. Yeah. So, so he can't enjoy Jello. We learned oh. the hard way why he was allergic to pop tarts. Oh, to, who'd have thunk? Yeah. Not so, me. <laughs> okay. The next stupid question: Would you rather eat poop-flavored chocolate or chocolate-flavored poop? God, just someone <laughs> saying it out loud. Like, it was written down, like, yeah, that's funny, but saying it out loud is way worse. <laughs> well, so I used to, I, I, I used to work, um, uh, for, this is going to relate, I promise. I used to work for the National Park Service as a historical park ranger, and one of the periods that I had to talk a lot about was the canal era. Um, oh, boy. When uh, cholera was a big problem. Ooh. And, um... I think that the health hazard potential of contracting cholera from the latter option is enough to make it. Um, re- uh, you, I, I think you got to go poop flavored chocolate on that one. <laughs> Tommy, have you, you ever heard? Go. Have Excellent you ever heard answer. of those uh, terribly flavored jelly beans? Yeah, that they it's basically make? Yeah. like bean that. Bean boozled. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, they have the Harry Potter ones. That right. I've, I've had those before. Uh, yeah, I, I've had a bunch of them. Do you think there's a? Is there a poop flavored chocolate one? There isn't, but there's like a booger. I, I think there's there, there's some gross ones. Um, the the, I, the only one I truly remember being grossed out by was the grass flavored one, but only because it just like. You couldn't believe that it tasted like grass, because <laughs> I have no memory of ever eating grass, and yet I the it was a grass flavored jelly bean, and I could recognize the flavor. I've I've never actually eaten one because you know I'm just not into that. But I I watched somebody uh, eat one that was like dog food flavored, and I remember getting nauseous myself because. This person bit into it and immediately spit it out, and then it just the room filled with the smell of dog food. <laughs> and like he ended up puking like he went outside to puke it wasn't like but yeah he ended up puking and uh no i'm out i'm not doing that shit <laughs> like that's not fun to me <laughs> like it might be fun to watch somebody else do it but not okay. not, not this guy finally the bonus oh. that you might like would you rather have a pet with a human nose or have 
Fuck, I wrote that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, regardless, the answer is yes. Okay. I, I would definitely like to have a, would a pet you, with a human nose. Okay. That's would you funny. Would you rather have an animal's nose or have a pet with a human nose? Would I rather have an animal's nose? Or have a, or whether I have a pet that has a human nose. So yeah. I think this is inspired by something she read where you used to like to draw or used to enjoy drawing animals with yeah. human noses. Well, yeah, that was one, that was like my gag in like in like middle school. Okay, was so I would like people would catch me like drawing on paper, and I would notice that they were watching me draw, and so I would draw like a really realistic bird, and then I would put a human nose on it. <laughs> so would you rather see <laughs> at the very end? Would you rather see those animals all with human noses, or would you rather see all the people with animal noses? It would be the fulfillment of of a childhood dream. Um. To yeah yeah I gotta I gotta fulfill my childhood dreams I I've never thought I've never wanted an animal nose. Okay, um, cool. But you so can smell even, everything though. I, that's yeah, true. But that's not, that's a blessing and a curse. But imagine that's all true. the bad farts you'd smell oh, like in yeah. one day. Oh yeah. Oh, if you had a dog's nose. Yeah. Oh. I mean the intensity Yikes. of what they must how they experience. I I don't even want to know how they experience the I mean, world. It must be. But could you imagine a bird with a real. human nose and a booger hanging out of it? I, Too a far. very noticeable booger. He's got to stop eating pop tarts. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! It whistles when it breathes. All right. If you had access to 500 square foot of acoustic insulation, would you or would you not build a fort out of it? <laughs> this I mean, is a serious question. Yeah, very serious. We need your advice. You're asking if I would build a fort out of gobos? Is we're asking for a friend. Yeah, no. we're no, for a, a fort out of acoustic installation. Ins- installation. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay installation. Gotcha. We're just asking for a friend. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Would yes, you I name would. it Fort Itchy? Yes. <laughs> All right. And and if someone were considering doing this, I would encourage them to do so. All right. We we may take photos. All right. We'll, we'll let, let our, our friend know. <laughs> we'll let our friend know. Wait, should we should ask him about Gordon? Yeah, we got to ask him about Hy- Gordon. No, hypothetically. So, <laughs> oh I'll, yeah. I'll I'll okay. explain this one. You so, didn't hear any uh, of that. Justin once had a customer give him this like 3 foot long gourd. <laughs> it's a massive thing, but it looks like a giant penis. What's the strangest thing that uh, a fan or a customer or someone has ever given you, just completely randomly? Oh, man. I, I actually had a very strange thing for, for a while that's sort of chilled out now, where fans from all over the country who didn't know, e- didn't know each other well, they might have communicated somehow on the Internet or something. I can't... I can't um, you know, I can't know for sure, but we're giving me horse-related things, and I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a horse guy. But I now have a in my in my apartment, I have a shrine of horse-related objects. You're okay. like Tina um, from Bob's. Uh, we Bob's need Burgers. some examples. I I need I need I need some examples. I need I need to like, oh, uh, I form mean, this in my mind. Well, I mean, there's 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 one person uh, first first and foremost. Um, her name is Bree, and she's given me some spectacular stuff. Um, but yeah, I've got like a horse like luggage thing, like a tag thing. Um, I've got a. Uh, it started with a kind of large plastic horse that that she actually brought to a show in a bag, and um, she just came up to me and was very serious about it. And she was like, "I was at a. I was at this yard sale a while back, and I just saw this, and I, I." knew that you would want it. I knew that you would like it. <laughs> and she just pulls out of this bag this like huge plastic horse with like cloth ears and a mane and everything. And I what was weird is I've never been a horse person, but I looked at it and I was like, I do, I really want this. <laughs> <laughs> so you go you you both were off your medication that day. <laughs> yeah, correct. No, it's correct. it's the Mandela effect. Oh yeah. We've talked he's, about that. He's now existing in a reality in which he's a horse guy and he doesn't know it. <laughs> Ah, sure. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Did you have a near-death experience uh, like the previous day or any time previous to that? Oh, are you trying to figure out if this is a uh, Russian doll kind of yeah. Yeah, kind of thing? I watched that um, Netflix show. It was yeah, you know what? I Come to think of it, I did. I, I died the day before that. Ah! Oh, then, then you're a horse guy. Yeah, you're yeah, a, you're a horse guy now. I just I just woke up and then I was I, but, like Harry Nelson was playing again and like I love horses. Somebody gave me a horse. Yeah. yeah, I love horses now. I don't yeah I don't know why. It's fine. 
<laughs> I don't question it. Okay, how do you feel about like fake ass horses like unicorns or mules? <laughs> how 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 dare you? <laughs> how dare you? These poor mules. First the Hanson, you came for the Hanson fans. Uh, now the mules. We're all about alienation here. Yeah. You listen. Yeah, we alienate our audience one faux pas at a time. Well, so this, this park service job I had was it was actually uh, so it was a it was it was a uh, giving tour guides on a historic canal boat that was pulled by mules. Um, and so mm-hmm. I, I, for a few years, I did a lot of hanging out with mules. <laughs> nice. Yeah. The Wabash, so yeah, the Wabash Canal is actually like 15 minutes from here, and it fed the Erie Canal. Whoa! Know, or fed into the Erie Canal. So I had I had no idea what yeah. I mean. So I should connected. know that, but I didn't yeah. know that. And actually, you can still see it. You can still see where the the canal was dug in certain spots uh, up towards Bicknell. Uh, yeah, it's still I'm all about it. Still holds water because it's not a real ditch. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's obviously man made. So yeah, right. There was like I remember in fourth grade we had had to learn about the Erie Canal and the Wabash Canal. That was a big deal. Had to show to you how like the canal got. lock works and right. water displacement. Right, right, yeah. right. Nerd alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So cool. So you ever see any Bigfoots out there? <laughs> Big feet. <laughs> Big feet. Yeah, I've seen a lot, but I just yeah I just can't get my phone out in time. How about you guys? Okay. Have you have you seen have you seen? Never. Uh, no? <laughs> we, we do have some wildlife out here, but mostly it's, uh, well, Deer. they're drug-induced People wildlife. that look like oh, wildlife. Yeah. Wildlife, you know, so, yeah. Well, you know, th- these days I'm always, I'm, I'm, I'm always working so much on this cartoon project that every conversation ends up being mentally steered there for, for me internally, even if I'm not steering it that way externally. And I was just thinking about how when you said Bigfoot, I was like, huh, I haven't done a Bigfoot cartoon. Oh, so they, if, you see a, if you see a Bigfoot cartoon, that's why. Excellent. All right. Awesome. I just made. I just wrote down on my iPhone memo, Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, we have inspired. That's awesome. I like cool. this idea. Speaking right. of inspiration, uh, just to to kind of wrap things up and kind of come full circle back to the band. Um, what were some of the bands that inspired you guys in your your musical creation, or, or some bands that inspire you? Uh, what are different things that you look for for inspiration in music? Um, I, you, you know, the, the band is kind of a funny thing because I, it's amazing that we get along and it's amazing that we make music together because none of us listen to the same stuff. Um, and we can barely agree on anything. And actually, the, the sort of common ground we've found as a band has just been like over the years, people kept comparing us to Queen, even though none of yeah. us were like big Queen fans or really knew Queen very well at all. Um, but from, from that comparison happening over again, over and over again, we started covering Queen and then, um, we started doing a yearly show called Halloween where we become Queen, um, for Halloween. Um, and because of that, now we all love Queen. So now that's like the, that's the only musical common ground that we really have. Um, but I mean, me personally, it, you know, it's always, I'm sure you guys, you guys are sure the same way. Once you get in deep, it's like, it's always changing. So mm-hmm. like this, the last two years, it's been like, you know, all Afrobeat. Um, and then before that I was on like a big, like post-punk, you know, uh, discord nineties kind of kick, like a Fugazi and dismemberment plan oh. and kind of angular guitar rock. And before that I was into like, kind of like, power pop and prog and um you know i I've, I've been all over the place but i think i think um beatles uh would be like kind of the one that you know everyone says it but um i don't know it's like it's like somebody asking like like what do you like drinking and like the answer is water mm-hmm. <laughs> and for me beatles is like the music music equivalent you know i keep cool. i keep finding myself coming back to the beatles and their solo work just like like a drug no it's funny that you mentioned queen because i remember the first time i heard i think it, the song is called jump start i think it's the first song jump off started of, off the off to the races uh, jump jump started sorry about that tracy um <laughs> 
that song has a very Queen-like kind of feel. And uh, it makes sense now that you guys do like this Halloween sort of thing where you kind of dress up and kind of play the part of Queen. Yeah, and that song is very much the product of that experience. That yeah, We wouldn't is... have done a song like that without having done the Queen thing. And that was our... Um, that was like a very deliberate attempt to be like, well, what if we just actually make a song that sounds like Queen? That yeah, you know? it's very, it sounds very intentional. Yeah, we're, we're not being shy about it. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody? What was your opinion? If you have, uh, I I haven't. Oh no. Whoa. Um, I'm well. I'm kind of terrified too. It's right. It's, it's like better it's than gonna you think. ruin it. Yeah, it's better than you it, think. It, is it? You yeah. guys like it? You I thought it was. It? it was very good. Yeah, I thought it was good. Fun fact okay. about that movie: the guy who played Freddie Mercury in that, uh, Rami Malek, uh, went to school at Evansville, right here in Indiana. Yeah. Look at yeah, that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they made a big deal about it, you know, yeah. which is fine. Well, that's where my sister goes to school. Yeah. Oh yeah. Same, yes. Your Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's uh, that's cool. Yeah, I should see it. I've gotten such mixed reviews from people. Like some people have been like, "It's fantastic," and then the amount of dislike that other people have had for it has it's totally scared me away from it. So I figure it's going to be one of those movies that I watch on a plane like a year from now, and I'm like, "Hey, that was great." I don't know what everyone was talking about. You know, I don't know. I can't imagine what people would have uh, had a major problem with. Yeah, uh, I, I know that either. they made they made Freddie out to look kind of bad at times. You know, that's I picked up on that. Well, I kind of expected but, that though. But overall, it did come full circle. Like, you know, he he had he sought he 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 sought redemption, and got it. You know, so right. cares, You know, uh, and you know the music. I, I think did they like somebody sang the tracks? I can't remember who was it. Malik. I, I I thought it was. If it was, that's pretty impressive. Like you mm-hmm. could tell it wasn't Freddie on you know the voiceover stuff, but. Uh, done very well wow yeah, i mean I the fact so. that they could find anybody to, to oh do a oh voice i know. double for freddy is pretty nuts yeah wonder how many lessons he had to take or maybe that he guy's just... got that guy's got some pipes yeah right <laughs> <laughs> so i did have one question that i wanted to ask um just you specifically do you have you heard of butch walker yes are you a fan I'm not not a fan. I actually uh. I sort of had a um, it's I, I, it's actually funny you say that because I um, have a good friend um, who is like obsessed with Butch Walker. I'm obsessed um, with Butch Walker. <laughs> yeah, you guys would probably be pals. Um, she's like obsessed with Butch Walker and she, she's always sending me Butch Walker songs. Um, and recently she sent me one that like I really connected with. But her, I, is her name Tracy? <laughs> does her she name ha- does she have three oh cats? Oh my god. Does she have three cats? <laughs> <laughs> the Russian doll. It just keeps getting smaller and smaller. Are you for real right um, now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no, her name is her name is Jen. Um but uh yeah, I've been meaning to w- which album should I check out? Uh I would tell you to check out The Spade. The Spade. Yep. All right. Writing it down. The Spade, Butch Walker. It is excellent. I, I was asking because some of your guitar playing kind of reminds me of his style, which is like a huge compliment, by the way. Awesome. Well, I mean, she uh, she sent it to me because we we were hanging out in the studio and she heard a clip of a, of a song I was working on and she was like, it sounds like Butch Walker. Yeah. And she, yeah. Yeah. Like, and then she sent me the clip and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that is accidentally kind of does. That is high praise from Tracy. I must. Yeah. So like I, I was a big Ryan Adams fan, but like uh, my absolute favorite is Butch Walker. Um, Especially now. I'm I'm glad your absolute favorite has not been taken. Yeah. So um, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that's a huge compliment because I don't hear a lot of music that really sounds like his. So um, and I'm not saying yours sounds identical, but it's like the first thing that I was like, damn, that kind of reminds me of Butch. Mm -hmm. Which is like cool. a, a huge compliment. Yeah. A spade. Yeah. Honor. Yep. Well, all right. I, I, I have a question real quick. Uh oh. <clears throat> Justin's Justin got it. one more before we go here. You've, Perfect. Yeah. You've done a lot of uh, like voices over the course of this thing. <clears throat> when when you, <laughs> I, I'm not complaining. Um, just something that I noticed. Uh, whenever you're drawing uh, your comics out, when they have dialogue. Do those uh, characters have different voices? Um, like when you're yeah. imagining what they're saying? 
so I'm, I'm, yeah, you kind of caught me red-handed. I thought I was on good behavior, but, um, uh, my girlfriend knows I'm just constantly doing voices and I'm kind of living in voices <laughs> more often than my sort of real self. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so I, you know, the characters that I have, like, I, I don't necessarily picture their voices, but I will tell you that I'm working on a couple of different projects that do involve voices, Ooh. um, and the cartoon. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn more about animation and seeing if I can kind of integrate that into what I'm doing. Oh man. So maybe you can do us a favor. I, I don't know how much you've cheated and whether you've looked into us, each of us personally, but, uh, Maybe once we release the podcast, maybe you could like uh, imagine what we all look like just based on our conversation here. That would and be then, so and then cool. Just, just little doodle. You just send it to us. You don't, Whoa. Have, you, you don't have to send it to anybody else. I'm just kind of curious. You know, the like without knowing what we look like. Just right. What do you What do you imagine it's like? based on the voices in the conversation. Yeah. Oh, I like imagining that you guys are not humans. Like, you guys are some <laughs> kind of mystical creatures. Hey, with, with I'm human in. Noses, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. If I you could do I that, think we can that pull would be this awesome. Off. That would yeah, be I, think awesome. I, get, I think I can pull this off. I can't promise that we won't share it and, you know, we tag you, but, you know, anything anything that you <laughs> send, send to um, us. Yeah. At know. the very least, we'll, we'll frame it and hang it in the studio for that's, us that's to look cool. at. Yeah, we'll like that may happen too. Depends on how depends on how uh, terrible it is. <laughs> just uh, just so you know, I'm gonna have a beer in my hand. So, do you prefer a nose in or outside of your mouth? Um, <laughs> go inside. That's it's your job. You know. You want to tuck? You guys tuck? I'd love a tuck. Yeah. You love a tuck? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You where, just where about everyone? No, Roll no, you do, you do whatever the hell you want. You do you. Whatever you think. <laughs> okay. You, you do you. I trust okay. your opinion. Awesome. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spiritually uh, contact your essence and see if it's it, <laughs> <laughs> <Dr. Snow's. laughs> excellent. Well, it was great chatting with you guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Thanks for coming on. We really yeah, and hope time. to uh, cross paths with you guys in the uh, IRL um, at some point as well. So. If you guys are ever, if you guys ever happen to see that we are flying somewhere near you, let me know. We can, I'm sure, we can guest list you. So, awesome! Heck yeah! Um, let us know. Cool. Certainly, love to do that. We'll keep our eyes peeled. Thank you so much um, for tolerating the issues that we had today. Oh, oh, well, I had some issues of my own. So, uh, yeah, we. I I get it. They're on tape. Oh crap. Yeah. Uh, well, great. Have a great night and uh, great to chat with you guys. Yeah, thank you. you too. Same Bye, Tommy. Tommy. Take it easy. Thanks. Okay. Have a good one. I really like that guy. What a cool guy.